Vince Leo. I am the film critic for the website Quipster.net. I invite you to check out all of my written work there at Quipster.net, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. You can also find more of my reviews exclusively at the In Session Film Podcast. Go to InSessionFilm.com for more details. Today I'm going to be looking at a film that is out and about, perhaps for Oscar consideration. It's called Hidden Figures. It's a drama primarily, although I do think that it has enough comedic elements to also qualify as a comedy as well. It's PG rated because of thematic elements and some language, and it runs two hours and seven minutes. The cast includes Taraji P. Henson, probably the star of the film. Octavia Spencer, Janelle Monet are also among the stars. Kevin Costner, Kirsten Dunst, Jim Parsons, Mahershala Ali, and Glenn Powell fill out some of the supporting cast. The director is Theodore Melfi, and the screenplay is by Melfi, as well as Alison Schroeder, and it's based on a nonfiction book by Margot Lee Shetterly. Hidden Figures is a film that seeks to showcase a little-known story about three adept African-American women who are all computers, meaning people who compute. They worked for NASA's space program in the 1960s, although many of the events that you find within this film also transpired in the 1940s and 50s in real life, but they're condensed here for narrative purposes. Now, this was an age before computers did all of the calculations, so these women were part of a team that were responsible for double-checking the figures that were put out by engineers working at the Langley Research Center in Hampton, Virginia. Now, during this period, the gals helped with working to speed up the role of the United States in the space race, against the Soviet Union. They worked on the Mercury program, among other things. Taraji P. Henson is the star, and she plays this widowed mother of three, Katherine Johnson. Katherine gets a juicy promotion to work for the Space Task Group, which is under the firm but very even-handed direction of a man named Al Harrison, a composite character that didn't really exist in real life but represented all of the heads of the Space Task Group, played by Kevin Costner in this film. Harrison uh, slowly but surely begins to see that Catherine's immense talent exists there for mathematics above and beyond many of her colleagues, but those colleagues can't really see her beyond her gender and her race as an equal. She even has to use her own colored coffee pot as well as a bathroom in another building half a mile away, also reserved for colored people, because Virginia state law was still favoring segregation. Now, Octavia Spencer, in a little bit of a lesser role, but not that much, plays Dorothy Vaughn. Dorothy Vaughn manages the outfit where the colored computers are housed, though her supervisor isn't going to bat for her to give her a promotion for that extra work that she's already doing. And she has to also fight because she might become obsolete with this advent of mainframe computers that does the work better and faster than her staff can. Meanwhile, Janelle Monet plays Mary Jackson, who is currently working on the team that's testing the heat shielding of the spacecraft. Mary wants to be a full-fledged NASA engineer, but she's being held back by this technicality where only those who get a credential from an all-white school can apply. Of course, she can't be in that school, so she's going to have to petition to the court. Now, all three of them have their work cut out for them in terms of proving themselves in this organization that's almost entirely dominated by men in this area of the country that's still segregated by deep racial divides. Now, I should say before you go into this movie, this is very loosely cultivated. And by loosely cultivated, I mean this is mostly fictionalized, but still based on true events that's chronicled in that nonfiction book I mentioned earlier by Margot Lee Shetterly. Theodore Melfi, the director and co-writer, has a very serial comic look at the struggles of these particular African-American women in the workplace. It showcases how America is stronger 
ultimately when all people have an equal chance to be at the table to help the country to be the best that it can be Melfi does keep the energy and the vibe of his piece flowing with throughout he does keep a proper tone and he should get credit for that if there's an element I think that could have been handled better by Melfi I think it's in the overbearing introduction of racist or sexist elements at every single turn that the women take it doesn't really allow these women to be seen by us beyond their external features mostly because I guess other people don't see them beyond those features. Now, while these aspects of the African-American as well as the female perspective in trying to make it in a system geared toward whites and males should definitely be alluded to, I think it would be nice to see some more rounded characterizations for these very complex and very intelligent women beyond just how others are negatively reacting to them. There are attempts to show their lives away from the job, sure but they do come off as forced and as phony as most Hollywood fictional narratives. I think it should be noted that the real Katherine Johnson in interviews has stated that she's always been treated as a peer within NASA and she perceived no segregation other than what had been mandated by Virginia state law, though there was some gender bias that did exist for women there generally, for instance, not going to certain meetings and such, though that was quickly eradicated when she perceived an interest in going there. So some of the more superfluous elements of the screenplay does come from the depictions of the love lives of a couple of the main characters, including Catherine's courtship at the hands of a debonair officer in the National Guard, played by Mahershala Ali. And now it would be nice to see these historical women as human instead of these recycled characters built from cliches within a typical biopic format. All three leads are likable in their respective roles, though perhaps Taraji P. Henson does offer a little bit too much ham in trying to be comical and making her character nerdy. She pushes up her glasses to always punctuate obvious laugh lines. Now, also performing well in a role that seems catered to someone of his talents is Kevin Costner. He's played this kind of role several times before, but he does it really well, and I think that he does contribute well to this movie. Most of the rest of the solid cast is also fine portraying some composite or fictional characters meant to be representatives of the unconsciously dismissive and perhaps compulsory form of racism that makes the so-called glass ceiling in the engineering field a persistent reality for women and people of color. The retro-styled music is another asset. I love the soundtrack. Pharrell Williams, who's a producer on the film, provides a selection of terrific soul and R&B music, including some new, very snappy original songs like Runnin' and I See a Victory, which I really enjoyed. The storyline itself may seem superficial most of the time, but the soundtrack is a wealth of rich and catchy material that makes Hidden Figures soundtrack one of the best of the year. Now, this being a PG-rated film, it does present some important themes that younger viewers should be able to process regarding America's shameful history withholding back people due to their race or their gender, as well as how people of any color or sex are just as capable and necessary in learning how to be anything their minds and hearts impel them to follow. It also shows that perseverance in the face of persistent bigoted resistance is important if someone wants to get ahead in society stacked against them. We are a better country and a better humanity with all of us working together, it's hard not to root for any film that informs our potential future leaders of industry about that, not to mention the importance of learning math and science. Now, although a good deal of Hidden Figures does suffer from pat and predictable story arcs and the broadness in its delivery, there's still an inherent watchability to the way Melfi has constructed this narrative in a playfully comical way. 
that makes it still entertaining beyond the manufactured properties of its storytelling. It does follow an amusing and feel-good formula that, while it does undercut the importance of the true story about the women deserving of being recognized as actual people, it still works enough in its execution to leave general audiences feeling content with what they've seen as they walk out of the theater. For all of that, I'm going to give it three stars out of four. Three stars on my scale means that I do recommend it with a little bit of reservation for people who just want to see a feel-good biopic that actually celebrates some figures, hidden figures, as they say, for the title that you may not have known existed. Leaders in industry of mathematics and science that are welcome role models, especially to let women and people of color know that they too are just as capable of becoming scientists or mathematicians or engineers as anybody else. And I think that that is an important lesson to learn. And beyond that, it is still a very watchable film in a lot of ways. There is just enough humor and just enough interesting elements that are brought up to make this a worthwhile experience for most people. Three stars out of four for Hidden Figures. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this review. As I mentioned earlier, don't forget to catch more of my podcasting work at In Session Film. We just did our awards show as well as our top 10 films of the year. So if you want to know what my top 10 films of the year are, you can go to InSessionFilm.com and download those episodes. I believe it's episode 204, and it's in two parts of about two and a half hours each. So plenty to listen to here if you have not gotten enough of my voice just from this very episode. So until next time, thanks everyone for listening. I hope that you enjoy your time anytime you get to the next season.